0: And yeah, we settled on scenic trend because like we wanted to focus on like you know the scenic city as Chattanooga is called, and then also like we had this idea of we want to focus on the trendsetters, people who are really like making like waves and big changes in the Chattanooga area.
1: Welcome to the Startup Heroes Podcast, a place to learn about business from local Chattanooga superheroes sharing their entrepreneurial journey, their superpowers, kryptonite sidekicks, and villains. You'll learn about the principles and actions it took these founders to build their dreams and hopefully be inspired to do the same. Thank you for listening. Let's flip the script. Nate, okay. how did you and Dylan meet? I've heard this story recently and it's amazing.
0: Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, oh, we, we're we going to band camp? We're going that- to band <laughs> camp. <laughs> yeah, we're going to band camp, folks. Okay, so um, me and Dylan... We met in the eighth grade. Um, Our first like real like meet meeting would be basically he had recently moved to um, our small town where we went to high school. Um, We lived on the same road. We were both kind of like the new kids. I'd already been there for like a year when he got there. But still, like it's a small town, middle of northwest Georgia. You know, like new kids are kind of like an an anomaly for that kind of place. Um, But yeah, so all of a sudden, like I'd walk to school and now there's just this other kid walking to school, too. And, like, we'd, you know, we'd, like, casually, like, say hi and stuff like that. We were both in the marching band. So, like, over the summer, we'd go to, like, practice together. And, like, we'd end up, like, walking, like, adjacent to each other. I don't think we really, like, spoke that much, though, beyond just, like, a, hey, how's it going? Um, what really did it was when we went to band camp. So we go to band camp, which was in, um is at JSU in Alabama. We go there. And basically, it's just like, you know, like a week, I think it's like a week, right? Not like two weeks, just a whole week. Yeah, Yeah, just a whole week of like just practice and like nailing down like our show for that year. And um, we, okay, so at Bandcamp, the way we did was we were like the freshmen, we're the rookies who were like, this is our first year in band. So a senior at the high school is in charge of us and <laughs> so me and not yes
1: that does sound as terrible as it is <laughs> yeah
0: so we end up rooming together and um they do this fun event where um it's a senior day where you have to do whatever your senior says
2: super fun event
0: yeah really cool <laughs> totally nothing weird um so our senior um i need to disclose there's nothing wrong if you're this kind of person totally cool with that it just provides um, context yes it's purely context show um and just to show like how we bonded um <laughs> but yeah so our senior um he's a great guy really nice guy who lived on my street but um he was very into um a couple of, like particular cultures like he's a big brony um like so like a like fan of my little pony um he was like a big like pokemon guy very just geeky guy he wore a trench coat every single day um, he just kind of walk around with like that, and he had like a walking stick. Uh, he just would like come to school like that. It was great. <laughs> would he always tip his hat and say "milady"? I actually <laughs> think he did that a couple of times. I um, regret asking. <laughs> <laughs> that Neckbeard one point oh. <laughs> Again, like he's a nice guy and everything, but yeah. So he's in charge of us. So for senior day, he made us costumes. So Dylan, I think, was like, uh, "You're like a Pokemon, right?" Yeah,
2: I was Lucario. <laughs> <laughs> He made me like a cool little hat and it had the Lucario ears and my eyes on it. And then, like, the um, what else is yeah, yeah, I just had the eyes and did the you ears have a tail
0: it. or anything?
2: He didn't give me a tail. Oh, uh, you're lucky, uh, yeah, because <laughs> I
0: was a character from My Little Pony. I think it was Fluttershy, <laughs> I think was her name. Nathan was Fluttershy, I was, yeah, Fluttershy from was very, My Little Pony. Very sparkly uh, outfit, yeah, very sparkly well, that was outfit. A fetish. Yep, had a, had a tail and everything. Um, <laughs> and so i had to like speak in fluttershy's voice that was my thing that i had to do for him um yeah it sounds terrible give us a sample name (laughs) nope i can't do it anymore i've I've grown up Uh, (laughs) give the people what they want But, um, yeah, so the whole senior day was just kind of, like, you have to just do what your senior says. And then, like, there's all these, like, weird games you have to do. Like, there's, like, remember, like, the phrases? Like, they'd yell, like, where's the fire? And you had to, like, scream, in my pants. Like, all the rookies had to do that <laughs> no. if, like, a senior said that. Just yeah, all-
2: like, in public. <laughs> yeah. And there was, like, one, I forgot what it was, but, like, you had to, like, collapse on the ground and act like you were having a seizure. <laughs> And there was like 50 of us So it was just so strange We were just in the Jacksonville State University's cafeteria um, And they were also having like a basketball camp So just all like all like uh, The like D2 like giant basketball players (laughs) All like six foot They're just like eating their breakfast And then everyone Like all of these just like tiny like freshmen high schoolers are just collapsed on the ground And started like having a seizure And it looked insane
0: (laughs) But yeah, so we went through, like, that entire day, and um, at the end of it, we did, like, was like, is that, like, a water balloon fight, right? Or something? No, it was whip a whipped cream. Whipped cream, whip cream no, battle.
2: Uh, shaving cream.
0: Shaving cream, yeah. So we all, like, ran around putting shaving cream on each other. Um, and then you had to, like, get, like, I think they hosed us down, right? Yeah, they like,
2: hosed us down with a water hose
0: Yeah, Just kidding, and worse. So, they hose us down, and then we go back to, like, our rooms, and um, it was, like, the kind of, like, dorm setup where, like, it's, like, two dorms, and you, like, share a bathroom. So, then, like, they gave us, like, pizza, and I think, yeah, and we were, like, literally, we just, like, went to Dylan's room together and, like, ate pizza, and we I guess we, like, in the corner. yeah, we kind of just, like, had, like, shared trauma. So... <laughs> I it remember there wasn't tea there
2: wasn't like a lot of conversation going on after kind of just like a like shell shock <laughs> yeah. just like eating pizza just staring at the floor straight up PTSD <laughs> like we sat in the floor we didn't even like sit in a chair. Yeah, We just sat there and it was amazing. Yeah,
0: I can't think <laughs> that I was like was there any conversation? I really think it was just kind of like, you're like wow that happened. Yeah, we were just kind of <laughs> staring at each other it was
2: great trial through fire <laughs> it's Like it
3: took you a minute to realize that you were violated in like
1: every way imaginable
0: <laughs> but yeah we, after that yeah we were just kind of friends that'll that'll do that I that'll think, do it
1: <laughs> that's why hazing exists is because <laughs> if you 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 can either hate it or become friends <laughs>
0: or <Yeah>. both <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and then just like all of high school we were buds. We were always like hanging out and stuff like that. We had like moments where like um like I had to like get like a job when I turned sixteen at Kmart. Um it was like a full time job too. That I could make a whole podcast about that. Maybe I should. Um (laughs) about my experiences working at closing Kmart. Um that was it was great. Um but yeah, I had that job and stuff like that and he kept on going with band and a lot of times like our classes didn't like like didn't line up. Um, But we always, like, stay connected. We are always friends. Um, I think, like, college, that was really where, like, we became, like, attached at, like, the hip.
2: Yeah, it was many car rides to Dalton State College together Mm -hmm. to, like, save on gas. (laughs) Um, Because we're, like, we're going to the same place anyway. Um, We can just do that and then, like, stay at each other's house. And then it almost like, save gas, kind of. Which I guess it did. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. It was the thought
1: that counted. And also help each other in therapy. Yeah. yeah it was fun <laughs> Yeah it was fun therapy <laughs> um, So that turned into What uh, Some sort of Venture together
0: Yeah, um, so I think we have two, like, different perspectives a little bit on how this all began. Um, But I'd say, like, what year is it, like, our sophomore year? Yeah, like,
2: very beginning of sophomore year in college. Yeah,
0: so, like, sophomore year of college. um, (laughs) Well, so Dylan, and the way I remember it was Dylan went through, like, a big period of, like, you just really wanted to start a business. And we tried a lot of stuff. And I know like you tried even more like on your own of like you want to do like drop shipping. Remember Woke Wallaby? Yeah, I made
2: <laughs> uh, two two or three drop shipping companies that were around apparel. Um, and then one that was about mugs. I never sold anything, but I <laughs> but I like set up all of the accounts and like made the websites and it kind of was like very valuable experience of anything because I learned how to like build websites through like templates. I learned, like, about basic, like, business practices, about, like, taking something from somewhere and then selling it for more than what I got it for, mm-hmm. even though that was never successful. But the good thing <laughs> was I never spent any money on it. That's good. So it was just yeah. kind of, like, free knowledge. I just used my time. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it, even though nothing happened from it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so kind okay. of, like... So, yeah, keep going, Nate. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you were going through that period. I remember, like, you talked to me about it a lot, and we had, like, lots of moments of, like, um where you'd be, like, we should buy, like, a screen, like, printer and stuff like that. We should, like, buy this stuff. And, um, I was always very hesitant. <laughs> um, I remember like, I don't know, I was just a bit more iffy on it. I wish I had been, I shouldn't have been so like hesitant, but, um, but yeah. And then at the time I was doing a lot of like freelance writing, um, for local, like for a couple like local publications. And then also like, I just like find like an online magazine, like send them like, you know, like, Hey, I wrote this article. Try to just get like a couple, like, you know, 50 bucks here and there off that, um, 'Cause that that was my big thing at the moment. It was like my writing experience. And so what connected all of this was um our friend Philip. So I'm not sure how this like relationship developed, but um while I worked at Kmart, I became friends with like a lot of rappers who were like like local hip hop artists who either worked at the Kmart or who like would just hang out there. I guess like I don't know why but they were like gra- would like gravitate towards me. and they That's became the place to be. Yeah, apparently and <laughs> your
3: SoundCloud album into their shopping bag. I probably. <laughs>
0: but yeah, so they like I, I befriended them and then whenever, like we were at Dolan State we met this great guy named Philip um and Philip was like he was a rapper and so I became friends with them through like our like mutual like rapper friends and he wanted to start a hip hop magazine. Um, so he talked to me and Dylan cause like, and he basically like merge all of our skills of like, Philip is like in the scene. He understands and knows what's going on. I could be like the writer and create content for it. And Dylan was like the marketing and business minded guy for it.
2: Yeah. So, uh, Nathan kind of approached me with this, um, information of like, Hey, I have this guy in one of my classes. He's a rapper. And I was like, you're joking. and he wasn't so i met philip um in the cafeteria with nathan um introducing the two of us to each other um and philip was epic like he's awesome um so yeah we kind of just started Leaker after we talked about it and uh we helped kind of just like build the website and then build the socials and then we just use like Gary's like uh, $1 80 cent method, basically of just like blasting people and like different hashtags and locations. Um, just like putting our two cents in 90 times every day to make that $1 80. Um, and it was super effective, like six months of just like doing that, like semi consistently every day. We got like well over 2,500 followers and we had a pretty good following. Um, and then that kind of turned into us going into shows and stuff. We were invited to selling merchandise that Philip had made. He's a great artist. He still makes stickers and stuff. Um, he makes a lot of cover art as well for like pretty big rappers now.
1: And this was called Leaker Magazine?
2: This was called Leaker Magazine. Thank you. Yes. Uh, this was called Leaker Magazine. That lasted for a year. After the year, Philip. Went to just do art stuff. And then Nathan and I were like, we should start a new thing, but not only focus on hip-hop artists, do all kinds of music, all kinds of art, do photography, do local businesses, do culinary arts, because that's surprisingly big here in Chattanooga mm-hmm. and no one's really covering it. Um, so, yeah, we started Scenic Trend, like, December 28th, 2019,
0: right? Yeah, something like that. Um, I remember like we is like the day after like Leaker had like stopped. I guess because like we had told Philip like you know like we don't really like want to do this anymore because like he was doing his art stuff. Um, I was having a lot of issues with getting content for it. And I kind of wanted to like branch out. And We talked about doing like rebranding stuff like that, but just I don't know, nothing really came of it. Um. Yeah, I remember like we like like the day after we'd all like talked about it and we'd all kind of been like, okay, I guess we're gonna dissolve this and move on. Like we were just like at like um the coffee shop in Eastridge, the me and Dylan were working at, and like all day we we're just like grinding like names and stuff. Of, like what are we gonna call this? And yeah, we settled on scenic trend because we, like we wanted to focus on like you know the scenic city as Chattanooga is called, and then also like. We had this idea of we want to focus on the trendsetters, people who are really like making like waves and big changes in the Chattanooga area.
1: Real quick, what were three other cool names that you almost went
0: with? Um, so one of our like kind of, I don't know if you call it like a slogan, but like a thing that I always like try to like integrate into scenic trend is Chattabunga, which is just this stupid phrase I came up with. Yeah, it's, it's our stupid, hashtag. it's amazing. <laughs> It's our hashtag love it. for every post. Yeah, we put Chatabunga on everything. Hashtag Chatabunga. And that was one of the name ideas initially was like, we're going to call it like Chattabunga Magazine. Um, I remember that one. We probably, what else did we have? I feel like we had like a lot of like Gig City focused ones Yeah, it stuff. was like
2: Gig City. Um, Trend. Something probably. like that. And one <laughs> was like the River City View.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. A <laughs> bit more professional, but yeah. <laughs> We were like, we're not that,
2: so we'll do Scenic Trend, and all right. then it just kind of took off.
0: So
1: what is Scenic Trend now?
0: Um, yeah, so Scenic Trend, like, so initially when we first started, we it very much, like, still followed the model um, that Leaker had had of, like, us going out into the community. We'd go, like, all these, like, art shows, f- like, photography nights at UTC and things like that, and just, like, do, like, street interviews. We wanted to do, like, videos and things like that. Um, but now we have to remind you of some dates. So we started it in December, 2019 to like January of 2020. So we got to have about three months of doing that before, um, the world stopped, um, because of COVID. So we suddenly, like, we just couldn't be out there making the content we wanted to create. So that really like forced us to kind of like redo how, like we were like thinking about things and like reassess, like what we could do considering all of that, um, And I was in charge of more like the content side of things. So I pivoted heavily to doing more like article style content, kind of like we did at Leaker, but on like a more professional level with like better editing um, interviews and stuff like that. So it really went from like, oh, like a fun magazine about like, just like, you know, like businesses that we like and stuff like that. And like cool events to like a like individual focus, like here are cool people in Chattanooga kind of thing. And the big effect we like saw from that was like during COVID, especially when like the music scene was basically killed from like live music going away and all these artists lost, like, gigs that they had and everything. Track Was, 29 went away, mm-hmm. songbirds. Jay exactly. Yeah. So much died because of it Um, in, like, the Chattanooga area. And we became, like, a big, like, almost like a refuge. Mm-hmm. And it we, like, constantly, like, you know, we'd write, like, an article about people. And I'd have that moment of, like, oh, this is just something I, like, wrote in, like, an hour about this musician. And then, like, I'd encounter them. And they'd be, like, hey, I just want you to know, like, I really appreciate that. Because, like, that's the only coverage they've gotten in, like, months and yeah and that it really developed in like a more like community focused kind of thing of like us like helping people and then now we have an internship program too at like all of the local colleges so like for the past like couple of semesters we've been able to like take like people who were like us at Dalton state college wanting to start a business but not knowing how and like teach them like here's how you do social media stuff or here's how you like do journalism because there's nowhere to learn that stuff in chattanooga
1: other um, than the colleges they're attending?
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> we could, we could really talk about that, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so Dylan, what is this rebrand that y'all are kind of digging into right now? Yeah, we are doing a
2: Scenic Trend rebrand. So we um So with like a lot of college students and stuff working for us, we wanted them to be very passionate about what they're working for. We also want to kind of have like more of like an effective merch line coming out so we can kind of get that revenue um, We also want to of course get more hits on our website so we can show that to other businesses and say hey You want to add space on our site? This is like the amount of visitors we get this is what you can expect to get from like your ad So we can give them at least some kind of insight and um, So, yeah, so we're working on a rebrand right now. It's still going to be called Scenic Trend, but we're kind of going for, like, a different aesthetic and a different feel. We're kind of leaning right now towards a retro, kind of like a retro vibe that would look really cool on, like, hats, on T-shirts. Our interns are really excited about it, um, and it's super exciting. We're going to also have more, like, um, like, different styles of content come out, too, um which we I think Nathan is playing around with a little bit which I'm super excited for. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said
0: like um we had to like heavily pivot um because of COVID and stuff like that. And in a way like it was a blessing from that like it made us like really reshape like how we impact the community. Um and I really like what we do now and everything, but now that like we have these interns and now that things are getting better in our area thanks to the vaccines and stuff like that Um, we can start doing, like, a more, like, variety, like, a larger variety of content. Um, And also, like, with us wanting to go more into, like, that business side of things, like Dylan is discussing with, like, merch and stuff like that, we want to do more of, like, stuff focused on, like, content that helps promote um, brands and individuals who are, like, creating stuff um, and helping them actually, like, get sales and things like that. So, yes, that's, like, a very big part of that.
2: Yeah, and also with that, with the rebrand, we're also... Going to be introducing soon a, um, an influencer kind of like um, tab on the website where we can gather local maybe influencers from the south and kind of sell that for influencer marketing and uh, probably most definitely tie Hive Think into that so we can use them for influencer marketing and just have like a data source of influencers, make those connections with them. So they're easy to access
1: and um, easy to help others out. All right. So real quick, we're going to do... I want you, Dylan, to tell us the superpower of Scenic Trend. I want you to tell us, Nate, the kryptonite of it. And then we're going to get into how we all got connected to each other. Let's do it. So yeah, superpower
2: for Scenic Trend. I think we are very... We're very connected. I think we have a very strong network throughout Chattanooga um, with like Leaker um, and stuff. We made all of these very valuable connections that we still use today, and we still talk to them regularly. We have a lot of like very close like supporters of Scenic Trend, people who are like very who have a very big brand loyalty to us, um, which is very amazing we have a lot of like artists and stuff who we could just reach out to and say, Hey, could you help us with this? And they do it like 100%. They're so like kind of just devoted to like our idea of, we want to help out like the smaller artists in Chattanooga. We also want to help out the smaller businesses or, and also just any business and artists in Chattanooga. We want to kind of just like flex what our city has. Um, A lot of people think that they have to leave Chattanooga to kind of, like, make it big, and that's not necessarily true Mm -hmm. because we have – I feel like the culture here is very art-focused and is very, like, community-focused, and I think if people just know how to kind of jump into that and effectively brand themselves within this community, then that can be huge.
1: Yeah. So it's really interesting. Your superpower has kind of become – what your original intent of the magazine was in the first place, which was community building and kind of building up these artists. So it's really, really exciting that that's become your strength because that was kind of the original intent in the first place. Right, yeah. Um, Just making those connections
2: as early as we can Mm -hmm. uh, has been really effective. Like we wouldn't have met uh, you or Doug if uh, we hadn't made Scenic Trend and uh, become pretty close with Luke. So uh, this is all because of that. And we'll get there in a second.
1: Yeah. So, Nate, what's your kryptonite – or scenic trends kryptonite, that is?
0: So I think that, like, where scenic trend really, like, struggles, um, I think – Is like a fact of like, since it is such like, it's interesting because like our, um, our kryptonite is very much like tied to like our powers at the same time. Um, and that like, you know, because we are so focused on like the community and everything like that and being like a very like fun place where people can learn, um, everything's very like relaxed and that's very intentional. That's like what we want. We want people to like be a part of it, not because like, oh, this is a place where I can make a lot of money because it's not, we or like, you know, or like, a, oh, this is a place of like, high prestige. Again, it's not. It's just something that, like, a couple of guys are doing to help their community. Um, I think in a way that does, like, make some barriers for us. We aren't taken as seriously as I would like us to be. Um, we don't have, like, the, like, cash flow that I would like us to have because if we could have that kind of stuff, we'd be able to do way more with it um so i like i think like the biggest thing like and that's why we're doing this rebrand is like we want to work on like making sure that people see scenic trend and they can take it like to like the next level of like okay these guys have built a following they've shown like they can do what they're saying they want to do um i want people to start like really believing in us and like being willing to like throw some money behind it and be willing to like buy our merch and things like that um yeah so i think that's where we really like have had struggles and yeah, I want to make sure like we keep things still like Chattanooga scale, Chattanooga focus and focus on like giving people like quality education with our interns and stuff like that and everything and make sure like, you know, that's like a stress-free environment where people can just have a good time and get involved. But also like we need to make sure like that we start being more professional to an extent um, that we have that aesthetic like Dylan talked about that makes people go like, okay, this isn't just like some guys at the website This is a real publication that's out here doing really good work for the community. That's awesome.
1: All right, uh, let's, yeah, Nate, share our first interaction ever. All right, this so is how <laughs> this is how, be scenic trend, hive think
0: their origin story. Yeah, it it all comes back to a Facebook DM. Um, <laughs> <laughs> As most good things in yeah. life do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're gonna have to go back a little bit. So at um during like. Early to mid 2020, I was working at an ice cream shop as like the manager of it. Um, basically, that was like the way I was making money at the times. So it's you know no like we're in the middle of COVID and everything. I just graduated from Dalton State College. Um, it's very hard to find like jobs and like the profession I wanted and everything. So things were a little rough. Like I enjoyed my job and very like appreciative of it. Um, it was a great opportunity, especially like for that time. Um, but yeah, so I was doing that and I reached out to our friend, um, Luke Pickett and Luke is a musician and coffee roaster who I've known for uh, several years now because of like, for one, from like senior trend side of things, like interviewing him about his music and things like that. And also like me and Dylan, that's what we had mentioned. Like we used to work at another coffee shop, um, that we helped actually start over in Eastridge and Luke had been our like roaster for that and everything. And he had helped us very like much with like getting started, um, so I just, like, out of nowhere, just, like, was, like, I'm going to text him to, like, ask if he has anything going on because we haven't done an article on Luke in a while. He's a great guy. He always is fun to talk to. So I message him. I'm, like, hey, how's music going? He starts telling me about, like, some, like, new project he has going. Um, and then he's, like, also, I'm roasting coffee again. Now, Luke had, like, roasted coffee in, like, a year or two, I think, at that point. So that- uh, It had been probably eight months. Okay. Well, still. Yeah, it had been a while. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and that's like why I knew him for. So it really like surprised me because I thought he's like out out of it, um, and he's that's what like he thought too, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like a phenomenal roaster. Like he's probably one of, if not the best, in our region. I would say he's like, got
3: a couple national awards. Yeah, um, it, he doesn't have, uh, he doesn't have the awards physically because he just chose not to take them with him. <laughs> I guess, uh, but he has national
0: recognition. That's <laughs> for sure. We got to get Luke on here. He's such a fun personality. Yeah. Oh, he um, will. <laughs> don't worry. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just was like talking to him. He told me like, yeah, I'm roasting coffee again for this company called New Wave. Um. And he like he gave me like the website code and stuff like that. He's like, here, go look at. And I <laughs> went, I looked at it and everything. I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And he told me I'm doing it through Becaffeinated. Now, I love coffee shops, and before COVID hit, I had this thing I did where, like, every week I was like, I got to try, like, two local businesses because I wanted to just try everywhere I could in Chattanooga. Um, And BKF had been, like, on my radar at that time, but that was also when it was just, like, the one shop in Red Bank, and I always just kind of looked at, like, oh, it's, like, some, like, kind of – um, rinky dink drive through. you're
3: not wrong
0: um. <laughs> I was like that's fun I'll go check it out eventually but then COVID happened I was like I'm never in Chattanooga now and I forgot you guys existed yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah so he told me like I'm doing this through be caffeinated and so I was like do you think they need help because I really wanted to get back into coffee because I I love being a barista. It's such a fun job being able to like just interact with people while also like making good drinks. Um, being able to just drink coffee all day is also a really fun career. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I messaged them and I was like, do you need help with like barista stuff or with marketing stuff too? Since so like, I've just graduated and we have all this experience. I like told them about Scenic Trend and like sure enough, like Chris got back to me, I think like the day of me sending that message and he is like, yeah come just come here <laughs> yeah i went down there i met him and at that point we'd opened uh yeah. the north shore shop yeah we'd been open for maybe a couple months i think so you said like six months i think something like that no we've only been
1: open there for 10
0: months now. that's crazy it was
1: because this was like what
0: february or march it is march of yeah. 2021 yeah and we opened in november so we'd been there like four oh my months. gosh okay um but yeah i remember like i pulled up i was like what is this like it was so impressive because in my mind i was like a lot okay. different than our yeah i was person. like i guess i'm gonna like walk up to like the drive through window <laughs> and say like i'm here <laughs> to talk to the owner but no like i walked in i was like this is a nice like huge coffee shop and everything i was really impressed like immediately and also like i'd i don't think i'd stepped inside a coffee shop in like at least a year and like i got like that wave of like nostalgia yeah. like <laughs> hearing like milk being steamed and stuff i was like oh yeah I'm back Daddy's <laughs> home <laughs> <But> Yeah <it> <laughs> <laughs> No, okay <laughs> But no. yeah So that's like how we first met Was like I walked in I asked for Chris You came out Um. And <laughs> and, had, and what was What
1: did you think? You uh, were like What did you say? I got
0: a little scared I <laughs> You thought I was
1: going to be a country bumpkin is yeah, that what you d- said? Just a little
0: <laughs> bit Something in that realm <laughs> I had a moment of like Oh, this is the guy <laughs> and then we sat down and i was like wait no this guy like he knows what he's talking about he's really intelligent like that was immediately apparent still
1: a country pumpkin but an intelligent
0: <laughs> um, but yeah <laughs> we sat down though and we talked about everything and yeah um i remember like that day like i kept mentioning dylan Because Dylan had no idea about this, I don't think. Like, it just kind of happened. I just kept, like, you were asking about, like, stuff we had done. And obviously, like, I can't talk about what I've done without saying, like, I did this with Dylan. I was
1: like, this guy's talking about this other dude a lot. This is kind of (laughs) weird. And then I met him, and I was like, this is weird. And then I got to know him, and I was like, oh, they're a package deal. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Dylan, from your perspective, what happened? Yeah, so I'm,
2: I'm sitting <laughs> at um, the ice cream shop we were working at. Should we name drop?
0: I guess. I'll Troop why not. Scoops
2: yeah. in Chickamauga, Georgia. You should check it out. Uh, they also have coffee now, and it's better than it's the best coffee shop in Chickamauga. Um,
1: Is it also the only coffee shop in Chickamauga? Surprisingly, oh. no. Oh, okay. There's nice. like three of them now. Nice. Um, <laughs> but,
2: yeah, best coffee in Chickamauga, Georgia, if you're ever there. Um, which maybe you shouldn't but <laughs> if you are over there, uh, you should check it out um Yeah, so i'm just sitting there Because that's like kind of what you do there I mean there's unless there's like a school rush or something we're just sitting there playing like I think nate and I played like civ 6 On our <laughs> like we would just bring our laptops and play video games Um while we were waiting for yeah While we were waiting for people to come into the shops. So we could like do our job more um so yeah, yeah. I was sitting there, Nathan comes in, he says, hey, I, I just, uh, he was like, yesterday I met with this guy, Chris, from a place called Be Caffeinated, and I had no idea what that was. I was like, cool, that's I'm <laughs> well, sorry, <awesome."> bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he was like, yeah, he wants to meet you as well, and I was like, does he? <laughs> <laughs> so I was in, I mean, I, I always love meeting new people, I love taking advantage of opportunities that are brought to me. Um, and I trust Nathan's judgment. So I was like, I'll I'll go with you and let's check it out. So I went and I remember it was really cold outside and there was like this big heater. Um, I was sitting. So Nate and I were sitting together. I had my glasses on. They kept fogging up from my mask. Nathan was getting over like a cold. And he um, got a nosebleed. And he got a nosebleed yeah. during the <laughs> meeting. Um, and I was like, this is great (laughs) because it was like peak like covid time like nathan didn't have covid he had like an allergy cold because it's like winter Mm. and he just kept coughing (laughs) and i was also getting over a cold um the same time nathan might have given it to me uh or i might have given it to him who knows um so both of us were just coughing and i was like this is a disaster (laughs) (laughs) He just thinks like we just actively have COVID. <laughs> They've just come to this meeting without like rescheduling or anything. Um, that's that's just what was happening in my mind. But it was a productive conversation. I thought we were kind of able to explain more of what we did. Um, Nate and I had worked on a website we built as a mock up. Uh, we did that at Droop Scoops too. As soon as Nate told me, we were yeah, like, Let's, you
1: like, built out a mock up becaffeinated website. Didn't yeah, you? we built yeah. out a, a
2: becaffeinated website. At Droop that. Scoops Today Nathan told me about it um, We were like alright let's get started So we did we built a website We brought it to Chris uh, Showed it to him He gave a thumbs up uh, We never used it But, no. <laughs> but um, at least it showed him like That we were like hungry towards it And I remember also Doug came um, And then Nathan looked at him And was like who are you <laughs> He was like do you like work here And then Doug said I'm, I'm an owner and they just sat down and played in the fire. And then his dog was also there. Very oh, cute.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Very cute the little puppy. puppy. Yep. Yeah. I forgot about that. It's good times.
1: For the listeners, Doug's dog is named what? Puck. Puck.
3: Like an espresso puck.
1: Yeah. And also when he shouts it. You it sounds like he's pucker. <laughs> <laughs> also to all the ladies out there. It's a cute dog. Cute guy. He's single. Eh. <laughs> Um, so, Doug, <laughs> what was your uh, your first, uh, I guess, impression of Nate and Dylan?
3: I thought they were weird.
1: <laughs> Has that uh, impression changed?
3: No, but I like weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's like they're, there's weird and then there's, like, weird. Uh, they're the good weird. Uh, there's
1: lowercase W and uppercase W. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's like the guy that Nate talked about before that was into – ponies that is capital w weird <laughs> like uh i would not associate myself with that guy
1: <laughs> but to each their own <laughs> yeah you know
3: i will happily associate myself with nate and dylan because you know you they're go. interesting characters they're fun to be around they're just good guys
1: so you heard it here first folks um so i our perspective uh i had done becaffeinated marketing myself up until that point uh doug and i were kind of like uh we kind of reached a point where we were like i think we need more help with this because we had two shops at this point um i just didn't have time to devote to it as much as i wanted to and i knew that it could be and so that was kind of in our mindset and then nate reached out to us i was like hey this sounds great let's talk about it and then i was like we could use more baristas and marketing help so i brought him on kind of as both roles um and became a marketing manager instead of a marketing guy and that was a really interesting transition um and we've kind of built out our own systems ever since then and it's we have an excel spreadsheet called marketing team shenanigans because that's just how we do it um and then i guess i mean that went really well for a couple months and then what kind of inspired hive think i don't think i even know we remembered you talking about um, how you kind
2: of wanted this to be like more of an agency thing eventually. And we didn't think it would happen this soon at all. Like, we were like, yeah, we'll do that in like a couple years. years. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, like Nathan and I were kind of thinking, like, we should start an agency because like we just graduated college. We were thinking about getting an MBA, but you talked us out of it. <laughs> um, I wasn't the only one. You weren't right? the only one. Okay. Yeah. I, I reached out to several sources, but. Um, surprisingly, none of them said I should go for it. Um, which I thought that meant something. So I didn't. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it was something that Nate and I have been wanting to do for a while. And then you wanted to do it too. So we were like, kind of just makes sense yeah. if we just did it. Nate, or like Nate and I have kind of resources. Chris has a lot of resources. Um, we can use Chris's resources and then kind of. Tell him that we have resources too, but <laughs> not as much. Um, it's the
1: facade. <laughs> no. So, yeah. That's awesome. That, that's um, how it happened. <laughs> so, we went through many an iteration of the name, right? Like, we had entire tournaments of different names that we built yeah, out. The Tournament of Doom. Yeah, that's what it was the Tournament <laughs> of Doom. And we settled on Hive Think. And what's, what's kind of the reason? So we settled on hive think media kind of like hive mind um and also be caffeinated be themed
2: mm-hmm. um it's a pretty good thing going on so hive think like hive mind everyone's kind of working towards one goal like bees kind of just live to do one thing and it's go and get food to make babies <laughs> um, and that's what we're doing <laughs> making money
1: to make, right. get food and make babies yes sir that's that's definitely a Mississippi concept. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love you, Mississippi. I don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mostly. Yeah. So I think a really interesting thing to throw in here. So you talked about how Luke was kind of your way to get in contact with us. So Luke is from the same small town in Mississippi that we're from. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Doug's family knows Luke's family. And in fact, Doug's parents built Luke's parents' house at one point. Is that right?
3: Yeah, I don't think they live there anymore, but uh, we lived in a house that his parents loved the floor plan of. They made a couple of changes to the blueprint, and my parents kind of like oversaw the construction of their house. It was basically identical in almost every single way, (laughs) and it was really weird.
1: Like walking into their house and it kind of being the same as your house almost. <laughs> yeah, it was
3: like, you know, same room and same location, you know, same bathroom size, yeah. same shower. It, cool. The only differences they made, I think, the only one that I remember at least was they put in an extra door to the back deck. Mm-hmm. Um So, like, we had a living room and a den. And in the living room in my house, there was no door to the back porch. It was in the den area. And there's they had an extra door in there. So there were two exits and I was like, they just made the blueprint better. I don't have to walk to the other side of the (laughs) house now. So, but yeah, yeah, it was just small world. And I was actually in band with his sister too for a short little while. She played uh, quads on the drum line and I was in the pit (laughs) um, because I was not good enough to be on the drum line. (laughs)
1: So the world just gets smaller. We keep running into people that we know from Hattiesburg, like the shirt guys. We used the guy was from Hattiesburg. Luke's from Hattiesburg. Um, so like, you knew Luke. We knew Luke. This connection was made. It shows how important networking is, and like that you should never insult people because they might be related to him or something. Um, but yeah, so it's a really fun kind of serendipitous origin story of Hive Think and how it came out of this weird stance forming relationship and now we're all really good buddies and uh, we're having good times with it. So, um, yeah, I think let's, let's kind of wrap it up with, uh, let's talk about our individual superpowers and then maybe end with hi- what we want hive think to look like. And then like the podcast itself. Um, so who, who wants to go first with their superpower real quick and maybe like 32nd, uh, summary of their superpower.
3: you looking at me. You okay. got it, Doug. Uh, I I'll guess my superpower is I'm kind of like, uh, as the quote goes, uh, Jack of all trades, master of none. Uh, I have my hands in a lot of little things and, you know, I, I know at least something about whatever you ask about most likely. And I can at least, help guide people in a general direction of where they need to be.
2: Yeah, awesome. So I'm kind of going back on the thing that Senior Trend is good at, and I think I'm very good at making connections, particularly on LinkedIn. I started like my freshman year of college, and I'm at the Sasha Group because of that, because I literally reached out to like the VP of the Chattanooga office and asked him if he wanted to get coffee with me. Um, and just kept doing it. Uh, then I reached out to Gary and it was like, Hey, let's talk. Like, that's what I said. And we did. We talked. <laughs> the confidence. I was like, nice. <laughs> I was like, I got a whole like four minutes with him, But during yep. the four minutes, he was like moved to New York with me. You can be my assistant, but you have to quit every, like all of your businesses and stuff and like moved to New York. So that was a no go for me. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think connections are my superpower for sure. Awesome. Shot down Gary Vee.
1: Jeez. No, I just pushed it back. The <laughs> Sasha Group is owned by Gary. So. Yeah, it's yeah. like he still turned <laughs>
3: him down to move to New York and be his assistant.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah, but then we couldn't do Hive thing yeah, or this yeah, podcast. That's true. Nate, what's your superpower?
0: Um. So. I was thinking like some kind of like form of like connecting as well. But I think Dylan is more like Dylan's very good at like a more like professional setting. I think like he said, he's very good at like doing like you know LinkedIn stuff like that. I think people see me on LinkedIn, they get a little frightened. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm very good, I think, at like turning people into friends. I think that's something like I've really shown. Um, Typically, like you stick me in a room with people and I can have actually nothing in common with them. I can even not even like them. Um, but like <laughs> within like a day or two, they'll be like pat me on the back and call me buddy. That's been my experience. There's definitely been a pandemic of the word buddy at becaffeinated caffeinated recently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's like a big part of it. It's like I'm very good at like um, at just turning people in, into friends and like convincing them of ideas. I think that's a big one too. Um, yeah. What about you, Chris?
1: Man, I don't know. I think my main superpower is ideas. Um, I love ideas. I love iteration, pivoting. Um, I have too many ideas sometimes. I sometimes lack the execution, uh, which is why Doug and I are such good business partners. We're very complimentary. Um, We come up with ideas and then Doug, a lot of times like actually does them <laughs> and I'm like oh yeah we came up with that like two months ago <laughs> um so it's that's a little bit of my kryptonite but yeah I think ideas and then um I think this is both my superpower and a weakness as well but uh I really care about people and their happiness um which is great but also I get really sad sometimes when like, like we've had the highest rate of turnover in the last three months that we've ever had in our business. And most of it was just normal. Like we hired summer people and I knew they were leaving. Like obviously a summer hire is going to leave at the end of the summer. And then we had a couple people go to other coffee shops in town because they wanted something else that they offered, which makes sense. Um, and like none of it was really, Hey, screw you. I hate becaffeinated. Like I'm still friends with all these people. But I was like, I had a, a week where I was just like, man, everyone hates us. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes us. Like it's over. Not really. I'm, I'm being hyperbolic, but, um, but it's, I think it's because I care so much that I like, I don't know. I, I tied too much of my own value into that. So I'm figuring out this line of like making sure I can provide everything that I can for my, for my people. But also understanding that sometimes I'm not going to be able to provide it um, or they'll get what they need and then move on, um, especially since most of them are college students. So um, so I guess it's kind of both my superpower. and weakness. But yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think I think our goal is to. So Gary Vaynerchuk started VaynerMedia. They only work with Fortune 500 companies. He was like, I want to help the small guys. So we started Sasha Group. Uh, but small guys to a whale shark are still very large fish. Um, and so, uh, the minnows <laughs> can't afford to pay for Sasha group. And so that's kind of where Hive think it comes in is like, we're here for it. the small business people, the people like us that if someone was like, Hey, you want us to help you with your marketing? It's $30,000. And we're like, dude, that's my entire yearly salary. I can't afford that. Um, we're here to be that kind of the the fill-in. So we're like, hey, you want help with your social media? We're here for you, and it's not gonna put your business out of business before you can make any money off it. Um, so we kind of want to think of ourselves as the supplement to the supplement. I guess is that is that fair to say? Definitely, yeah. entirely yeah. cool. Um, and we kind of specialize in social media management. Logo design, uh, M Rock over here, Michael. Uh, he's an awesome artist, and uh, you should look him up on Instagram. It's Michael underscore creative, or is it creative underscore Michael? Yeah, Michael, underscore creative. Michael underscore creative. He has some cool art. He sets up at markets and stuff and sells it. And he also does some really cool stuff on like Procreate and stuff. Um, and so he's kind of joined us within the last couple of months. Uh, he manages one of our coffee shops and is now also kind of the video and graphic design guru. So we're slowly building our team up. We're finding like holes that we need to fill and filling them with people, and it's really fun. And it's like basically building our own Pokemon team with a bunch of Charizards and Lucarios. You know,
3: eventually we'll send them to fight. Yep. Fluttershy. Have
1: be caffeinated fight club. <laughs> they you don't. Know?
3: They don't know what what they signed on the dotted line for just
1: yet. Yep. yep. I'll be like Dylan. I choose you. You know. But um. Yeah. So we're just kind of building it up. Uh, it was a form of another form of vertical integration. And I think is just going to be a really fun way for us to help small businesses with stuff that we've experienced our own struggles with. Um, and then to sign off, uh, what do you guys think is the goal of startup heroes, the podcast? To show off um, those small
2: business startups in Chattanooga to kind of like tell their story and give them an outlet of, for them to tell their story Maybe like I know our next episode I'm pretty sure is going to be Naughty Cat Cafe. So I'm super excited to hear about how those guys started and what their passions are.
1: Which that may not be the first episode. Might not but be. But it will be That's an one of, episode. of them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. As um, an outside
3: perspective, since I won't be terribly involved with the podcast, you know, I'll, I'll hear about it and all that kind of stuff. But I doubt I'll be here every single time. I think Dylan definitely nailed it. Uh, I also think it's... Uh, networking like it's it's a good way to get people in the door and talk to them and build relationships and things like that so
1: and help people find out about them because there's so many cool places in Chattanooga that I've never heard of and I'm pretty I like to dig into local small businesses and there's still so many that I find out about every day so if we can do our part in sharing those stories and like Doug said getting them in the door so that they can share and uh, reach out to other people that's kind of the goal so
0: It also is a learning tool, I think, because like with like, you know, talking about like our powers, our kryptonites, you're seeing like where people are successful, what mistakes they've made and basically learning off of that. So it can help your business as well. Mm -hmm.
1: And then I think some of the side things we're going to do is going to share our journey with learning how to do podcasts and marketing stuff. And uh, Michael is going to help us build content out. We're going to make our own YouTube channel, I think, where we do some crazy stuff Um and just Doug have fun, arson. yeah. Doug does arson. <laughs> Doug close stuff up, uh, and it's Not gonna really. be it's gonna be a great time. Uh, I'm I'm gonna do the Gary V thing. I'm calling it now. We are going to be the biggest Chattanooga YouTube channel and podcast that is ever the Chattanooga's ever seen, and you hear heard it here first. Who's the
3: biggest currently?
1: I don't know, yeah, that's <laughs> but problem. we're going to be, <laughs> um,
3: I need a target yeah. for that first episode of Doug does arson. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. no.
1: <laughs> you did not hear that. here first. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I don't know how long it's going to take, but we're going to get there and it's going to be awesome. And if we're not there in three years, call me out for it.
2: Yeah. So. We'll, we'll upload this in three years as like a <laughs> throwback Thursday. <laughs> Remember yeah, the CW experience. <laughs> Chris <laughs> called
1: it. Yeah. Chris called it. I like Chris it. called it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I think that sums it up for episode zero, zero of startup heroes. Um, thanks for listening. If anyone even listens to this, it's been fine. Just chatting with our friends here. Um, yeah. Look out for us on all of the places you can listen to podcasts. Uh, personally, I prefer Spotify. This isn't branded or paid for them, but um, that would be cool if we could one day get sponsored by Spotify. Um, But yeah, startup heroes. We're going to learn about small businesses in Chattanooga and we're signing off. I'm Chris Wood. I'm Nathan Tucker.
3: I'm Douglas Lee.
1: And I'm Dylan Wisenat. And thanks for listening. This podcast brought to you by Hive Think Media. If you like this podcast and you want to stay in the know of what's going on with us, follow us at Hive Think Media on Instagram or check us out at HiveThinkMedia.com.